China's telecommunications giant Huawei has its sights set on global domination. In a good way, it says. It's already the world leader in 4G technology. But while much of the world is embracing Huawei, the U.S. remains wary. Last fall, a congressional report recommended against buying equipment from Huawei because it could include a backdoor for Chinese cyber spying. Huawei insists that's not true, but this is about perceptions, you know, and the recent stories of Chinese hacker attacks haven't helped. The world's Mary Kay Magstad recently visited Huawei's headquarters in Shenzhen. Huawei has a story it would like to tell of a scrappy telecommunications company started 25 years ago by a laid-off army engineer that's grown into an innovative $32 billion multinational doing business in 140 countries. Our vision is in the future, the information will explore. So we will build as big a pipe as we can. Zhanglin Bo is my guide here in Huawei's exhibition center. We have already established our leading position in this area, like in IP network and wireless network. And that's not even going into the consumer devices Huawei started making more recently. Laptops, tablets, mobile phones. This Huawei commercial shows a happy Western family using one of Huawei's newest smartphones. Just this week, Huawei announced it's teaming up with Microsoft in Africa to offer a $150 smartphone using Windows software. And for Americans, despairing of getting a consistent mobile phone signal, Huawei says it provides what it calls no-edge networks. So we're watching a visual where a guy is walking across uh, from one area that's covered to another so that the signal never drops out. You guys should talk to AT&T. Yeah. Actually, we've been talking to AT&T. The political issue played out on Capitol Hill last autumn. Call the committee to order today. That's Congressman Mike Rogers chairing a House Intelligence Committee hearing into whether Huawei and fellow Chinese telecommunications company ZTE pose a potential security threat to the United States. Uh, Our sources overseas have told us that there is a reason to question whether the companies are tied to the Chinese government or whether their equipment is as what it appears. Certainly there is vulnerabilities built into the equipment that appear to be there by design. The committee's report didn't cite any hard evidence that Huawei or ZTE had been spying, but speculated that they might in the future if the Chinese government leans on them. So the report recommended that U.S. government agencies and American businesses not use Huawei or ZTE equipment, lest it one day be used to spy, steal sensitive information, or shut down entire systems. Duncan Clark, chairman of the Beijing-based high-tech consultancy group BDA, found the argument far from convincing. I think it was a very unwise report in the sense that it's cutting off uh, the U.S. from access to one of the world's largest providers of telecommunications and uh, IT equipment and services. He says Huawei's technology is some of the best, fastest, and most competitively priced on the market, and the U.S. could use all that because it's been steadily falling behind the international standard. Clark says part of the problem is that the telecom industry in the U.S. is an old boys' network. And, he points out, if it's a connection with China that's raising concerns about security, Cisco and other telecommunications companies get many of their components from China, too. Still, at least some security experts say Huawei's code is much easier to break into than Cisco's, And there's that suspicion that if the Chinese government asked, 
Huawei couldn't say no. Such arguments clearly frustrate Scott Sykes, Huawei's vice president for corporate media affairs. We have an impeccable track record in terms of security, and nobody disputes these facts. And so it would be impossible to get to that point as a company if telecommunications operators were serious and focused on running great businesses and serving their customers, if they didn't trust our people, our products, and our technology, it would just be impossible to ever get to that point. Huawei wants people to see it as an international company, and it's trying to be more transparent. Company officials have been giving interviews to dispel what they say are false impressions. For instance, in terms of company ownership, zero percent is owned by the Chinese government, if that's where you're going, just to be clear, says Scott Sykes. And, he says, the company's not working with Chinese military intelligence. And while, yes, it has a Communist Party committee, so do many foreign companies of any size in China, including Walmart. He says the committee at Huawei doesn't interfere in business decisions. But that doesn't mean it couldn't, goes the counter-argument, a compelling enough one that Australia and Canada have blocked Huawei from some contracts. India is wary, too. Britain, on the other hand, has gone ahead building a network with Huawei after doing its own security tests. BDA chairman Duncan Clark. To some extent, Huawei is, I think, much more sophisticated than China. And Huawei's problem is that it's bumping up against the glass ceiling that China itself imposes through its foreign policy or through the perception that it creates around the world. The resistance to Chinese products or Chinese companies is something that Huawei is powerless to, to change. The recent spate of Chinese hacker attacks on U.S. media certainly haven't helped. On top of all this, the U.S. International Trade Commission now has two cases pending against Huawei for patent infringement. If Huawei is found guilty, the products with patent issues would be banned for sale in the U.S., and that could affect any or all of Huawei's consumer product line. Still, Huawei doesn't give up easily. It's big in the world and wants to be big in America. But for all the allure of faster, cheaper, more reliable telecom networks and cool phones and pads and dongles, there's at least as much ambivalence about whether all this is a high-tech Trojan horse. Huawei is left with the unenviable task of proving a negative. For The World, I'm Mary Kay Magstad, Shenzhen.